Okay, we are up to Daf Yud Amud Bet. Here we go. We're talking about again this initial uh, fasting done by the uh, Rabbanan, and then we have following that, then we have the Tzibur picks up in that. So Tana Rabbanan, we're looking at the bright here, top of the page. Al Yomar Adam Talmidani. A person shouldn't say, "Oh, I'm just a student." <clears throat> I'm not worthy of being like an individual. Meaning, uh, like uh, if the Rabbanan are supposed to start fasting, and you're one of the Rabbanan. So don't be like, I don't know if it's here like, to try to get out of it or being like overly modest, something like that, but don't do that, right? Recognize your position. rather, right? Everybody who's a Tamid Chacham is a Yachid. Nothing worse as well, is a Yachid. What is the definition of uh, Yachid? And what's a Tamid? So it says like this. Yachid, kol no topar tibor. A yachid, an individual, meaning I guess of, of, uh, of stature, is anybody who would be suitable to be appointed as a leader, and presumably as a religious leader, over the community. Talmid, Okay, a Talmid is somebody who, if they ask him a, a halachic matter about what he's learning, he can say and he can respond to those things. Even uh, when it comes to the Masacha of the Kala, the Kala is when the, the community would have these, like, a Yarchi Kala, right? we just talked about that, right? Right, the Yarchi Kala, so they get together to learn. So uh, even if that's the only thing he can answer about, which is like what everyone's learning, nonetheless, that's called a Tamid. But again, but the Yachid is somebody who can be a leader, even if he doesn't have the position of leadership, but you have people like that, right? They're qualified to be in a position of leadership. That's just not the path they chose. But nonetheless, that would be a Yachid. Okay. Tanu Rabbanat. So along that, that, uh, that, uh, those lines and this topic, uh, writer tells us, local And this may be the thing. And, and on one end, we said, don't like, don't uh, devalue yourself, right? And then and this other writer says, not everyone who wants to be called Yachid can make himself Yachid. Tamid Oseh. Not everyone who wants to be a Tamid can be a Tamid. Meaning, like, don't uh, overestimate yourself. Diva Rabbanat. That's Rabbanat. Like, don't overestimate. Like, just because you, like, maybe aspire to be a Tamid or a Yachid in this case, sorry, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Rabbi Yosemir Oseh. No, you're allowed to. In this case, it means it doesn't mean just like you know theoretically in your head. It means acting in accordance with what a yachid would have to do, like to fast on this special day. Rabbi Yosef says, no, you're allowed to do that, and you'll be mentioned for good. Because in this case, being labeled as a yachid is not a praise for him. It's a tsar, it's a pain. But you're going to have to now fast when no one else is fasting. That's hard to do. So to put yourself in that position, says Rabbi Yosef, that's admirable. There's a different bright that tells us, So this is reflecting basically the same opinion it sounds as Rabbi Meir before, right? Don't just uh, hold yourself to that standard if you're not. When's that true? Right, so this is not uh, disagreeing, it's defining, it's redefining the statement. That Rabbi Shimon Lazar, who said the same thing that we saw Rabbi Meir say, but Rabbi Shimon understands that as being that we understand that to mean that's only B'davar Shalshavach. Right, so if you're going to benefit from it, so then you can't hold yourself to that higher position. But if it's something that's more painful, you can do it, and you'll be mentioned for good. Okay, so that's different, slightly different brightness there. Right, one is where there's a machlokin about it, and one is sort of like a, a statement, the same statement, but a, a, a definition, a redefining of what that statement means. Okay, Tanu Rabbanan. Here's a question that comes up a bunch. Person's fasting over some type of trouble. And the trouble passes. Okay? You're fasting for the chole, and they, get the, and, and they become healed. So let's say, for example, this person's in the hospital, and you're fasting all day because you want the surgery to go well. Well, the surgery ends at 2 p.m., and they say, everything's great, the person's fine. 
fantastic. Can you go have lunch now? Or like, no, you accepted the fast day, you have to keep fasting at the end of the day. So it says, No, you got to finish fasting, right? If you accepted the fast for the whole day, you got to fast for the whole day. How bad if you go? I guess you'd have again, like again. Remember, in, in, in the olden days, they had communities were much more insular, and they also had a lot more control over what everyone was doing. People were a lot more unified in a certain sense. And there were communities, you know, like this, a hundred shuls in any neighborhood. Not every community, okay, but like right. Um, but the idea is that, like, you know, one shul does this, one shul does that. Even if, like, the rabbis call for a day of fasting. I mean, they just had this, right? People call for a day of fasting. Well, how many people actually accepted the fast? I have no idea, right? Was there any sense that, like, we had to fast? No. If you want to do a nice thing, maybe it's a nice thing. So how about, like, in the old days, you had these communities. So let's say in your, in your community, uh, they're not fasting. But you go to another community, and they have, a, they have like, a fast declared in that community for whatever reason. So the halacha is, if you go visit that community, okay, you have to fast with them, okay? And this is kind of a, a general practice thing that we have about minhagim and minhagam akom, right? Uh, customs have to do a particular places. Generally, you observe the minhag of the place where you visit. Okay, this is very relevant, this statement, to the issue of like two days of Yom Dover, one day of Yom Dover, and Okay, similarly, or maybe slightly differently, right, if you go on the flip side, your places where they do fast, you're going to a place where they don't fast, you have to continue and complete the fast like your place. So basically, we end up saying you have to be like machmir, like both. Okay? Um, how about if it happens sometimes? A person forgot and they're having a fast day, but they forgot about the fast day and they ate or drank. What are they supposed to do? So it says here, don't make it seen before the community and don't uh, like pamper yourself. Okay, don't do like nice things for yourself in that sense. Meaning, it's still a fast day. Just because you happen to have broken the fast, basically it sounds like you should continue to do the fasting. Shneemar, as it says uh, in Prashit, He says to his sons, why should you be seen? What does that mean? Amr lahem Yaakov levanav. Yaakov says to his sons, Al taru atzmachem kshatem sve'in lo bifnei Esav lo bifnei Yishmael kadei shalit kanu bachem. Don't display yourselves as being satiated, not before Esav, not before Yishmael, so that they're not jealous of you. So I mean, there's this idea of sort of like not you know, promoting sort of like your own benefits when other people don't have it, right? If you're in an area where people, let's say, have less, this could be a broader thing too, right? People have less, don't like... You, let's say don't like dress super fancy in a place where like people can't afford to dress fancy, right? Don't drive a fancy car. No, that's not exactly what. Okay, that's my interpretation. Yeah, that's not exactly what it's saying here, but it sounds like that's a principle, and certainly that's true when it comes to the fast day. Everyone's like, you know, sluggishly moving along, they're tired from the fast, and you're like, you know, peppy and excited because you just had a full meal, you know. So like, maybe like just kind of like just go along with what everyone else is doing and don't make them seem like. Okay, a similar drasha it says al tir gazu uh, so don't have like rogues in the on the road. But it sounds like sort of like get I, I get caught up. Amr Abilezer, Amr Lahem Yosef Lachav. Yosef says to his uh, brothers, Al Interesting interpretation there. He says, don't discuss matters of halacha when you're traveling. Shema Tirgazu Alechem Haderach. Lest the uh, the way becomes sort of like difficult. Okay. So uh, what's like Rashi says something here? One second. Uh, yeah, to do. I mean, you'll get like distracted. It won't, it won't be. I won't be good for you. So Gemara says, Amy, is that so? It says, hold on. It says, two who are walking along, they're traveling, and there's no words of Torah exchanged between them. They deserve to be burned. How do we know that? Shneemar just says, this is when Elisha is escorting Eliyahu Anavi at the end of his life. They were traveling, walking, and talking. 
the Hinei Rechav Eish who say Eish, and all of a sudden, a, uh, a chariot of fire and the horses of fire appear, and they separate between the two of them, and Eliyahu goes up in the chariot of fire, and Elisha is left down below. Time of the Ikadibur. The interpretation is the whole reason that Elisha was spared from like getting burnt up by the fire is because Haloch Vidaber, it says. They were walking and talking, in, apparently, in different Torah. Halakadibur, but if there wasn't a talking, they'd be worthy of, or he'd be worthy to be burned. So I understand. Is it good for Tamil Chacham to talk in the way, or is it bad for Tamil Chacham to walk in the way? Says Lokasha, there's no difficulty here. Hala Migras, Hala Yune. One's talking about Migras. Migras means surface level discussions, you know, like, sure, you talk Torah, but it's like light Torah. So talking about light Torah in the way, that's obviously very important to do, and that's good. But Yune, deep discussions, you know, getting really, really deeply involved, then you can get distracted and you can get, you know, confused and whatever, not so good. Okay. Along the, uh, here it goes, the next uh, line says, mm-hmm. Do not take long strides. The, the, the idea is here that long strides is like a haughtiness. You should like strutting around, you know, like sort of walk around. Don't do that, that's not good. Okay? Okay, and also you should uh, enter with the sun to a city, meaning don't enter a city after nightfall. You should enter the city. If you're going to go stay in the city, enter there while it's still uh, sunlight. What's going on here? Don't take these long strides. The Amar Mar, as it was stated, so it's because long strides, or like haughty strides, uh, remove one five hundredth of a person's eyesight. Okay, I don't know, you know, again, that literal, does it mean like you're blinded by your own self-worth, something like that, but whatever, something like that. What do you mean entering the city when it's uh, sunny? This is according to Rav Yudam, the name of Rav. Person shall always leave. What's Kitov? So we say that means, like the Pasuk says, Bayar Lukim and Ta'or, Kitov. Right, the, the, the light was good, right? That it was good. So you should, you should leave when it was good and, and come in when it was good, meaning that when it's sunny. You should always, like, you know, always come in and out of the, of the city with the sunlight. Shnei Marta says, Vahaboker or Vahanashim Shulachulchu. It became sunny, like the morning, in the morning, like, rose up. It became like a light, and the people were sent away. Okay, so it is. You don't, don't, uh, don't come into a new town in the dark. Don't leave in the dark. Leave in the sun. Probably safer that way. Probably good advice. That's the idea. Okay. Uh, here we go. Some more advice about travel. If you're traveling on the road, don't eat more than you would in years of famine. Meaning, limit the amount of food you're going to eat. Don't eat too much when you're traveling. My timer. Uh, what's the reason for this uh, advice? So, here they explained it as Mishum Ma'ayana. Mishum Ma'ayana means Ma'ayana is like Ma'ayim, like your innards. I guess when they travel and the way they try to travel, I guess like if you ate too much, you get like intestinal difficulties and it wouldn't be so healthy for you to travel that way. So, don't eat so much. You eat a little bit less, you don't, you don't get as, uh, you don't get as, uh, as, uh, Bothered by that effect, the Marava Amre, but in the Eretz Israel in the West, they said Mishum Mizone. It's because of food. Meaning, if you eat too much food on the way, you're going to run out of food, and then you know who knows when you're next. You know where you'll be able to stop and get more food. So you know uh, we don't want to run out. 
So Gemara says, my benayu. So again, it's the same advice, right? Either way, same advice. Don't eat too much food. But one is because of like health, like you know, you're like you know, intestinal difficulties, and one's because you know when you run out of food. So my benayu. What's the difference between the two opinions? What's the practical difference? The difference is if you're sitting on a boat. Okay, maybe you're sitting on a boat. Rashi says at the top of the page, shalich If you're traveling on a boat, mishum If it's issue of losing, running out of food, that's a real issue because on the sea, there's no uh, there's nowhere to stop on the sea for like at a rest stop, you know, to get more food. But mishum ma'ayana like because of the intestinal difficulties, apparently not. I mean, I guess the sailing on the sea. I, you know, it's so funny. We would think like you get seasick or something, but I guess they said like the way they used to travel, it would have, create more problems on the sea. I guess you didn't have those same things. And maybe it wasn't so bumpy. I don't know. Whatever. Inami Gemara says alternatively to ka'azil me'avna la'avna. Difference would be if you're going from like a, a stop to another stop. Meaning there's like uh, little inns along the way. So the inns along the way. So Rashi again says makom malon hatagarim mikfar lekfar there's plenty of food there. Okay, there's no issue about worrying about food because there's plenty of food. You're going to keep stopping at you know, rest stops or whatever it is. But if you're talking about the intestinal stuff, you're still going to have that issue, so it would still be good advice to eat less. We'll stop there. Shikach, guys.